Welcome, everybody. It's me, Tony Kidd, and welcome to the Reject Rundown Podcast. This episode is What to Watch Wednesday. Now, can't do What to Watch Wednesday without picking something to watch, basically. Either TV show, movie, or whatever have you. Um, this suggestion today is going to be from none other than the old man, RJ. Old man, what, what movie or show do you want the fans to watch today? So we're having double shows this week, aren't we? We already have Zach uh, coming up after mine, I believe. That's right. So uh, for me, I decided, you know, since Zach picked Dracula, you got the Wolfman, SGP that's coming up next week. Um, you know, you can't have a spooky season without uh, the most popular woman in spooky time, a witch. And what better witch movie than Hocus Pocus, right? Yeah, sure. That's a good pick. Hocus Pocus, everybody. We all know Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out, if I'm not mistaken, 2022. So, you know, a good pick for Hocus Pocus of all, especially it being a witch theme within Halloween. Very good. Very good choice. So, uh, like old man RJ stated, Hocus Pocus is he's picking. Uh, came out in 1993, everybody. Sarah Jessica Parker, Betta Milder. Or milder, I'm not sure you pronounce it. And also Beth Kate Middler. Middler, okay. And then Kathy Nam- Namahi? Nahami? I can't pronounce her name. Yeah, well, Kathy, let's put it that way. Kathy, Betty, and Sarah. All three are reprising their roles for part two and coming back. But none, you know, besides that, we're going to focus on number one. Now, number one, of course, when these three ladies of all um, were tag teamed and pretty much brought out there as the trio. Um, was it, I guess at that moment, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker was really more about sex in the city and this was kind of different for her. I think her career was kind of jump off and when they picked her for this, for this Disney film, um, I don't think anyone really expected to be a big hit, to be honest. I think this was just going to be like a family friendly type of movie and I think it just hit off really well. It's been nostalgic to say the least. It's had so many people excited for the film, and every year for this time of year, everyone wants to see it. Everyone suggests to go see it. It's a, again, like I said, it's a family-friendly film that just surprised everyone and stuck around ever since 1993. Um, oh man, RJ, what did what did you like about the film? Well, first off, to give Disney a little ear out of my, um, you know, to give them give them some noise into the ear. Disney, where's my damn Beth Miller version of I Put Spell on You, man? And looking up and down on Spotify, that song's nowhere in there at all. You got the original guy doing it, but I want some Beth Miller version of that thing, bad boy. Yeah. That's pretty good. She did a great job with that song. Uh, this movie, um, shred it off, you know. This movie is really uh, like one of those hit or miss type of things, and it hit pretty good. Yeah. It was a heck of a good like, it wasn't even a comedy. That's why, why, you know, it was supposed to be a comedy, I guess. Yeah. But it turned out to just be a really good family, like, action um, story that you could follow. Yeah. And, yeah, there was some funny parts in it. Like, that one which that, you know, the other one, I think two of them get a boomstick and one ends up being a vacuum and she flies up in that sky with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> so. Of course, you know, you're going to have the comedy in it, and of course you're going to have a little bit of ghost and gal because, well, that's what this film was about. It was supposed to be as spooky as possible. Right. But, um, you know, the talking cat was in it. 
uh, which is very popular within Witch Forum. Uh, the story behind how that one guy, you know, lost his soul because of these pills, and now he's trying to get it back, stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, this movie just pretty much, um, the reason I believe is very popular is because these three girls really uh, played their role to the next level without, you know, they were just having fun, and you can see it. And I think that's what makes uh, movies like these become impactful is when the actors are just, like, just play along with it. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. I think when you have these type of roles for character, well, for actors and actresses, um, that, you know, they first they don't know what to expect. They read the script, of course, so they're being pitched the movies and stuff like that. It's like they have an idea, but they don't really know how it's going to be until they get on board. And I think once they got on board and they put on the makeup, the, the costumes, and stuff like that, all all that type of things, and as they're going out through the, the movie itself, I think you could really tell that they just enjoy themselves, having fun, being goofy, silly, no other. Um, like like in general with Kathy, she's always been in this uh, type of movies where they've had some type of comedic and a joyful, and she's always been that type of character to kind of lift up a scene if she was going to be in, whether it be a one hit you know type of liner or just her face. I think at that point she was she, even in general now to this day she has this type of face um, that just you smile. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. That I've seen her in Sister Act one and two, and as well as Hocus Pocus, where you can kind of see just her demeanor and how she carries herself. And I think that's one thing that kind of also uplifted the crew and why it was a perfect match for the other two um, to kind of brought in there. And then Sarah, of course, you know she was the quirky, you know, you know, looking around and you know, veering very intrigued to see what's going on and stuff like that. So that played her well even better too, because. Her other characters are somewhat the same way. Um, and then, obviously, of course, Betty, she just kind of played the, the it girl. I'm I'm the boss, and I'm the big sister out of the two, and I'm leading the way. And then when she did the the beat in the Halloween party, it kind of just, uh, uh, you know, and like I said, it's entertaining of all things. You know, the one thing about movies I think Old Man and I agree with is that if you entertain us, you're going to have a good remembrance down the road. You know, you're going to remember this movie for years, years to come. If you've entertained me to the point where, you know, I really enjoyed it, then, yeah, you're going to last forever in our brain cells, basically. And that that's what this movie did. So I think that's why it's a great movie to watch and to make sure they kind of always keep in mind with the season to have um, in the repertoire, you know, around their around their area to kind of put in, put on the screen when they're just being chilling. And for the family at that, too, just goes well. Anything else? Well, yeah, just so that everybody knows, the Sanderson sisters will put a thumb on you. <laughs> no, yes, like you said, that's the show. That was the song, man. I think that was the coolest thing, uh, shockingly yeah. and surprisingly, that when they hit that beat, it, it just kind of flowed. It really did well. They really did. You know what I mean? It really kind of uh, kept with the song. Beth Miller, uh, Beth Miller is such an amazing talented singer, too. Uh, she she's done a few like albums and stuff like that. So of course, when she did, I put a spell on you. You knew it was gonna like if you've been knowing her for a while, you know it's gonna be a hit no matter what. Yeah. But if you didn't know her, then of course now you're introduced to her vocally as much as you are to her acting talent at the same time. Right. So yeah, that's 
one thing I liked about Beth Miller in this movie, and I didn't expect her to do a movie like this. You know, you never, I think either she did this before Glenn Close did 101 Dalmatians, or this is after 101 Dalmatians. So it was like seeing Glenn Close later on do it, or before Glenn Close, uh, I mean, before Beth Miller, Glenn Close kind of done 101 Dalmatians as well as the villain. Uh, these are like roles you never see these ladies do, but they, when they take these roles, they, they uh, make it into something more worthy of fandoms. There you go. Yeah, agreed. I agree with I that. Can't get the right word out. No, yeah, out. make it more worthy. I pre- uh, Yeah, that yeah. that's that's kind of lays it down right because, again, it kind of just flows out, um, for future references. Like for thus it being la- for 1993 into this time right now where they decided to finally make a part two. Everyone was itching for a part two because as the years progressed, the more and more people enjoy watching the film throughout the holidays to kind of say, why not give us a part two or why not redo it? This is one of the movies I think with, with now and how the technology is with the CGI and the upgrades and stuff like that. If it would be perfect to either remake it, if not make a sequel to it, especially right now at this time. So yeah, it just kind of gives it out there. So, um, other than that, I think all the wrestling casting, of course, it just it plays well too as well. We don't know officially if they're going to be coming out for part two, but again, the kids kind of made it even better too as well. Um, we had Thora Birch that came as little Danny. She was like the little girl. Then you have Vanessa Shaw. She was the high teenager, you know, hot throb at that moment for the girls that every guy wanted to date at that moment in high school. So she played Allison in there. And then Arm Armory Cats, I think it's called Max Dennison. He's actually the big brother, of course. And he wanted to, you know, go out with the girl and play well with Allison. So they did a little sum sum. But, you know, I think for even for them, them three two together, um, casting wise, were pretty good at that time for kids. Um, it played well for the whole teens and stuff like that too, to kind of have some type of uh re- relate relate re- uh relativeness or Relating to, basically, there you go, relating to, uh, watching the film. So, I think it was not bad, not bad. I don't know if they'll be back for part two. Do they Do they really need to be back for part two? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so, do, really. They would have to probably be the parents of the new kids. Yeah, probably. right. I think either parents or even at that, like, uh, like even at that Max. He could be like the comic book guy in this in the uh in the town and talking about these type of scary stories and how this came and happened da, 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 and finally some kid decided to go and take a look for themselves and now let things go and here the witches are free again type of thing so you know that makes sense i guess i agree i mean that's i, I would probably either you get a new cast of characters for them to take on Right. Or you bring back the old cast and just add additions to it. You you don't you know, any this movie could go anyway. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I think that's all. Old man RJ, anything else to kinda of bring up and what you what you want pa- fans to kinda of pay attention to, what you recommend? No, I think this whole uh, thing for them to watch this movie and uh I would say you know, uh, there's a reason why Hocus Pocus, even to today, has had so many cosplays based on these characters, and it's because, like I said, it's just such a fun film to watch. Mm-hmm. So people grew up watching them and being like, a lot of those girls now we know 
are cosplaying them, and it's a pretty good reason why. Yeah. It's a uh, homage to how good these actresses were in the Agreed. Very much agreed. All right. Well, I guess that's all that we got for the fans. Uh, oh, man, RJ, uh, any final thoughts besides that? I think you're good at the moment, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Yes. Okay. Very good. Very <laughs> very good, old man. All right, guys. Well, thank you all for joining us on the Reject Rundown podcast. This is the What to Watch Wednesday Hocus Pocus edition. So make sure you guys... Look it up for sure. If you guys have Disney Plus, it's definitely on there. Or if you own it, of course, put you know definitely put it on. Watch it a little bit for the season, if, if anything. And if you don't, if you haven't seen it, please go out and watch it. It is a family fun film. I think you guys will definitely enjoy it. You'll end up probably singing the song a little bit afterwards and probably replaying the movie a few times to kind of get the song pretty well. So I'm pretty sure that will cast a spell on you in that way. <laughs> but uh, make sure you guys look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts of all course. And make sure you Google us on rejectrundown.com. If anything, we'll see you there. All right, guys. Well, you guys have a good night. Take care of yourself and be safe. Peace.